Welcome to another insightful episode of Me and My Health Up. The purpose of this podcast is to enhance and enlighten the well-being of others. I'm your host, Anthony Harcher. I'm a clinical nutritionist and lifestyle medicine specialist. This episode is centered on enhancing relationships with relationship coach and chief relaxation officer, Ingrid Galloway. Ingrid is the founder of Kayangan, which means heaven. It's a wellness clinic based in Sydney, Australia. She has been a relationship coach for 11 years and a spa therapist for 21 years, mainly in five-star hotel day spas. So she uses uh, looking after her clients of, of, that are very highly stressed from all over the world. Uh, her work is always focused on stress, relaxation, and relationships. She has a kind soul always seeking to reach out and support and the healing process of stressed people, broken, lonely-hearted singles, uh, stressed-out parents, uh, as well as um, loving couples that have crossed her path. She does one-to-one coaching, uh, group workshops, retreats uh, for the broken and lonely-hearted signals, uh, signal signal people um, i got to get that right uh, and couples uh, so welcome Ingrid how are you today hey good thank you very much for inviting me here looking forward to um, having a chat with you uh, it's a delight to have you on and uh, yeah really looking forward to our conversation uh, so you know for the sake of the listeners tell us a little bit about how you have arrived at being a relationship coach yes yeah, certainly so I um moved to Australia by the age of 21 to escape from my um, mother <laughs> and get married to my first husband. Not a very good reason to get married, by the way, uh, but I was in love with him. But part of my reason was to escape because I um, disagree with, you know, some of the upbringing such as, you know, guilt, shame, suppressed anger, etc. So I didn't feel home back home um and the only way to actually move out of home is by getting married so there you go that's my (laughs) honest truth and then um unfortunately my first marriage um which was 10 years long uh it was an abusive relationship so i uh, left after three attempts and during my Um, healing process I went to several self-development seminars I went to see a couple of therapists and I went back to college to study counseling and life coaching and straight away I knew that I would be a coach not a counselor and my niche would be in relationship because I am passionate and compassionate to help others in similar sort of predicament so yeah that's that's my journey that's fantastic to hear, Ingrid. You know the fact that uh, you've taken your learning experiences and now passing, you know, your your knowledge plus what you further learnt, um, you know, onto others and to really help them, empower them uh, to hopefully uh, make one choice in terms of relationship. But if 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 it's the second choice, you help them in that transition from the first relationship to the second relationship. So, um, really well done. Um, there, Ingrid. There is definitely hope. Um, well, um, I'm on to my second marriage now. Well, hopefully the last one. <laughs> and we've been married for 12 years and have two kids. So happiness is possible. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> so just on, um, I guess, the topic of 
you know, for those that are looking for their first love. Um, and, you know, if, if, we, if you were to reflect back to when you're 16 years old, um, what, 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 what have you learned over the years and what would you do differently as a 16-year-old, you know, looking for that first love? Or maybe it could be a 20 or 30-year-old looking for their first real love. Right. Um, that living through your kids is very damaging to your kid's soul or psyche. I mean, this is not necessarily looking for your first love, but you know, when, uh, you're younger and eventually you get into a relationship and you eventually have kids, just let yourself know that, uh, living through your kids is very damaging to your kid's soul or psyche. And, you know, go for your goals and dreams yourself and don't force your kids to do what you want because you haven't achieved it yet due to your own limitations. And I encourage them to, uh, to soar and be the best versions of themselves. So if you're a 16-year-old, then, you know, uh, go for your life, you know, soar and be the best version of your, yourselves. Find love, you know, it may not be successful first time around second time around that's okay it's just part of the learning you know date people um have fun definitely have fun because you know getting married or getting in a long-term relationship it is a commitment and sometimes you just need some sort of like experience before you jump onto the big one Great tips there, Ingrid, and I, I really like that tip for, um, you know, when you're thinking about parenthood is n- not uh, living through your children's lives or your the life that you wanted to live and try to get the kid to reenact that life. Yeah, so really, as you said, to really just focus on obviously raising them but raising them as free spirits but, uh, but continue to work on yourself um, and continue to pursue your dreams make yourself increment you know incremental improvements each day and that and that 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 gives the children something to aspire to because they can see their parents making improvements developing themselves and make and it shows that the parents are human because they'll make mistakes on their journey too towards their dreams and uh, i think that's i think you're a really good tip because that's really um helpful from a kid's perspective uh in 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 seeing that um their parents aren't perfect, their parents have dreams and their parents aren't pushing the dreams onto the children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are a lot of helicopter parents nowadays. <laughs> I noticed that the kids look quite miserable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great tip there, in- in- Ingrid. Um, so from your experience, what do you believe the key drivers to a successful relationship are? Um, I will say, oh, there's so many, but I will pick three C's. So first C is commitment, communication, and compromise. So three C's. I still remember, um, you know, like when I treated this couple for their 60th wedding anniversary in one of the five-star hotel uh, days past back then, um, I asked them, um, congratulations, you know, 60 years married. That's, that's, you know, what, what an accomplishment. So what's your secret? And then he said, compromise, Ingrid. It's all about compromise. (laughs) 
I, I really like it, Ingrid, because if I look at my first relationship, which failed, um, you know, I, I wasn't good at the communication. You know, I was great at the commitment. Yeah. Uh, terrific. You know, full full stars for that, or ten out of ten. <laughs> now, if I look at the communication, that was not great. Um, and I, I've learned to be a better communicator over the years, certainly through experience. And, you know, if I look at the compromise side of things, probably wasn't the best in the first relationship in relation to compromise. Uh, and if I, you know, look at myself today from what I've learned out of that first relate, you know, first relationship yeah. was uh, still great with the commitment side of things. I'd give myself a 10 out of 10, certainly improving on the communication and way better than ever, you know, I was before. Uh, and in terms of the compromise, much better. Uh, so, yeah, but I think, the area of communication is is something that I certainly personally need to continue to work on. And just in terms of that thing on communication, because, you know, if I look at the recent statistics, I think, you know, through the COVID period, um, relationship breakdown has accelerated. Uh, and I think it, year on year, it's, it's quite close to double, I think, you know, where it was this time last year. Um, and, you know, there's obviously a lot to contribute to that. You know, there's the whole lot of stress that's going on with, you know, navigating through a pandemic and not having any experience of moving ourselves through it. And uh, our leaders have never had any experience of navigating through it. No, it's learning <laughs> experience for everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So just on that, there's a couple of parts of this question. Um, obviously, there's that element of stress related to COVID um, that is introduced into the relationship. There's an element of financial pressures that have been introduced due to COVID. Uh, But the key one, the overarching one, is that communication. Because ultimately, you know, if you communicate where you're at, how you're feeling, uh, you know, through communication, you can work as a team and, you know, navigate through problems and hardships. I mean, not always. Um, but, I, yeah, so really keen for you to touch on, I guess, this period of the pandemic um, and, you know, relationships experiencing hardship yeah. uh, and just what tips can you give couples that are experiencing some hardship during these times, you know, around that communication, uh, that compromise um, element? Yeah, definitely. Well, I have a 14-day video series that you can download from my website. I created the 14-day videos during COVID lockdown, knowing in my heart that a lot of couples will be challenged during this time, right? And now that we're no longer in um, isolation, I bet you the tips are still useful as a daily guide. So right now I will share you um, three tips uh, you can start with and then you can download Uh, for my website for the rest. Number one, we've been talking about communication, right? Number one is humor, Uh all right? When you communicate something with such um, struggle and anger all the time, you know, of course you're going to be more stressful. But if you speak from the point of, you know, being lighthearted, being humorous, it just changed energy straight away. All right, so I recommend you to take a break from your work or your source of stress and lighten up your spirit by um, watching a comedy show, for example. You know, their language is the same. Yes, maybe they're um, joking about COVID as well, uh, but, you know, in, in a lighthearted way and they joke about everything. Um, 
um, about everything. And you can go out or you can bring popcorn to your sofa. You don't have to go out. Um, just bring popcorn to your sofa and watch it in front of your TV or iPad, but do it together. So you lighten up your spirit together. Number two, uh, we've been talking about communication. This is very important. Reframing your words and seeing opportunities. For example, you can say, because of COVID, I lost my job. Stressful, right? But if you reframe it like this, because of COVID, I have time to chase my dreams. Because all you have is time, right? Isn't it better? I'll give you another example. Uh, that is close to my heart, right? Because of COVID, I lost four aunties. True story. I lost four aunties in three weeks between uh, March and April because of COVID. But if I reframe it like this, because of COVID, we have the financial opportunity to buy our first home together. It started with something negative, but then you balance it out with something positive. So the result, um, you are emotionally balanced. So not uh, very, very charged negatively, not very, very charged positively, but it's more balanced. And that's what we like. And then number three, um, just quickly mention to you that communication is one of the top three factors of a relationship breakup. What are the other two factors? Money and the other factor is infidelity. So my tip number three is sexual pleasure. <laughs> Squeezing a, a quickie. I mean, after a hard day at work, you know, whether you're working from home or you're working outside, wouldn't it be nice to reward yourself with something pleasurable so your partner don't look elsewhere, you know, just do it here, go for it, you know? <laughs> So there you go. Those are my three tips. <laughs> Fantastic, Ingrid. Uh, yeah, r- r- really think they're um, practical <laughs> tips. So, uh, you know, I, I really like the practical element of what you do. Um, is there some other tips in terms of that every day so that, you know, you mentioned that spontaneity around, you know, getting um, romantic and, you know, enjoying one another's company and, uh, you know, is there anything else that people should be looking at to do on a daily basis? You know, like, you know, from a health perspective, we always encourage people to get out and move their bodies, um, you know, to eat well, uh, to take some time out. Um, so from a relationship point of view, what should they be putting in their diary? Um, I definitely recommend uh, walking. If they're not into like hardcore exercise, definitely number one, I recommend exercise. But if they're not into hardcore exercise, why don't you walk around the block, you know, uh, walk to a zen environment like the beach or the lake or the park around you, you know, instead of, say, if you're single, instead of walking to your fridge over and over again, like, who are you going to meet, really? (laughs) If if you're a single person, you know, Less chance of meeting new people, potential new partner, if you keep going to your fridge. Go out and walk around the block or go to the beach or something there. You have more chance to meet new people. And I guess from a couple perspective, that's a great opportunity to spend some time together. And when you're exercising, you know how you mentioned that element of humor into the relationship and, you know, finding 
um, an environment that's going to induce that humor, uh, then getting out in nature relaxes you, takes the stress, yeah. you know, winds the stress down, enables you to have more effective communication. And at the same time, moving your body. And so, you know, you're doing that. So healthy relationships, healthy body. It's, uh, you know, it's a fantastic combination. Definitely. Um, in terms of the other side of relationships, so, you know, we're, you know, we've just spoken about how to keep a relationship together and um, we sort of touched a bit on how to find someone or meet someone, but we'll, t- we'll go into that in probably a bit more um, detail later on. Uh, but this next question is in relation to a relationship, you know, during COVID, it, you know, it, it's heading downward. Um, and, it, you know, is there some tips to reigniting that spark when it's really sort of hitting rock bottom? Uh, what would you recommend couples to do in that situation? Definitely ask for professional help. Yes, don't suffer alone. Definitely don't suffer alone. And don't be uh, ashamed to ask for help. I mean, this is the, the thing with um, relationship coaching work is if you if you have a business and your business is failing or kind of failing, it's easy for you to engage with a business coach. You know, you know to ask for help. Uh, so then your business goes um, higher and healthier. But if it's relationship, I don't know why. It's just so personal. And there's there's a um, shame or guilt factor of asking for professional help when it's about your relationship i don't know why uh, people need to you know change this mindset um so yeah my tip will be ask for professional help get one-on-one coaching or counseling or go for a retreat to heal sometimes you just have to remove yourself from the um environment that is not very healthy sometimes moving away from the stressful environment actually can help um, and, you know, in some circumstances, you know, relationships staying together for the sake of just keeping face amongst society or for the children or whatever, uh, but the relationship can be really toxic and, you know, they've been down the path of getting some, you know, help and it's just not resolving or, you know, not helping the situation. Is there a guide or some tips around, you know, a healthy breaker? You know, how can couples go about doing this in the right and amicable way where both parties are mutually better off? Um, Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, The healthy guide to healthy breakup is, you know, I understand that whether you are the dumper or the dumpee of an unsuccessful relationship, it's painful. Yeah, there is always an element of hardship and uh, emotional turmoil involved, right? When you are in a marriage and you have children, especially with your partner, if you're just the two of you and uh, there are no kids involved, it's easier. Uh, but when there are kids involved, there are bigger things at play. You know, a broken heart is one thing, but the logistics of separation is a whole different heartbreak in itself, especially if kids are involved. So something that can help you in a more practical sense is researching and discovering your options. Um, My suggestion will be if you can somehow play down the emotional uh, emotional roller coaster and think more logically, 
Yeah. Instead of uh, being so angry, frustrated, just venting out, not thinking clearly. If you can be a bit more logical and have the mindset of, you know, what's the best outcome for mom, dad, and the kids, you are on to an easier uncoupling journey. I call it uncoupling. <laughs> I just like that term. Um, so I recommend hiring a divorce coach. Yes, there is such thing. Uh, there is a business coach, but there is also a divorce coach, um, a mediator, a family lawyer, and avoid going to court as much as possible. If you need connection to those people, no worries, I can refer you to some good ones. Uh, because the court journey is long, arduous, very stressful, physically, emotionally, mentally, and financially. You know, if you're not a multimillionaire, think again about going to court. This can drag on for years, you know. Um, so the dynamic of parents that don't get along with each other after their breakup will damage the children's future. So if you have kids and you're breaking up, please consider this. Um, it is not healthy to stay uh, in a toxic relationship for the sake of your kids, but also it's not healthy to not get along after you break up for because it will be damaging for your kids' um, um, growth and future. Yeah. So after that, if you can hire a relationship coach to help you heal from the heartbreak, yeah. So to help you with the emotional, mental side of things, especially if you want to be open to love again, right? Um, because you don't want to repeat the same mistakes that you've made in the past and start learning from your experience. There is hope. There is definitely hope. You have learned to communicate better. I mean, you're always 10 out of 10 in, ter in terms of the commitment department, but communication, you have learned to be better. In compromise, you have learned to be better. So yeah, there's definitely hope. Absolutely. Always hope. And, uh, you know, we always want to learn from our previous mistakes. And if we're not um, accepting that we've made mistakes, then how can you ever learn uh, from what's happened? Um, so uh I really like that um, suggestion that you said uh, the best way to do it is, you know, applying logic and um, really that, you know, accessing that creative part of our brain. And that's not accessible when we're highly stressed, highly emotional in that fight or flight mode. Yeah. And given that you're the uh, chief relaxation officer, I'm really keen to um, hear your tips on how people in, in these times of, you know, it, well, it's uncharted territory, for, you know, for some relationships. Um, and there's a lot of turmoil going on, a lot of yelling and screaming and just no communication, essentially. It's all emotional um, and anger and frustration. How can, what are some techniques that someone can, rather than fly off the handle, just be able to, uh, you know, downregulate that stress, get into that more creative, logical discussion mode? Mm. I go, um, uh, before you say anything like angry or volatile, or just pointing and blaming to your uh, partner or ex-partner, um, uh, if you can go through this three gates, uh, three gates, ask yourself, is it true? Is it beneficial? Is it kind? 
I know that you just want to kill your partner or your ex right now, but <laughs> if you can pause for the moment and ask yourself, is it true that you are accusing um, or angry about? Um, is it beneficial for the outcome of the thing? And is it kind? Because you want to practice, especially if, if your kids can see it, uh, you want to practice kindness, even though this human being has, I don't know, a shade on you or just, uh, you just want to kill this person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love that tip of pausing because uh, often we can just react and, and that's when our, you know, adrenals are flying and yeah, if we can just hold ourselves, compose ourselves, you know, pause for that moment of time, you know, take some deep breaths and then, you know, Very important. Yeah. Yes, yeah. breathing. Yeah, so um, yeah, that's really helpful, Ingrid. I uh, just, uh, you know, we touched on before. You mentioned, you know, for if you're single uh, and you want to get out and find your love, there's no point of just walking up off the couch to the TV, uh, you know, to TV or to the fridge. You yeah. may as well get outside, do some, you know, do a walk outside. What are some other great tips for those that are single listening uh, to find their true love? Number one is work on yourself first because finding love is 90% about you and 10% about the other person. Yes. Uh, if you haven't worked on yourself, then you will attract the wrong kind of person or you will attract another lesson that you need to learn from. You know, whoever you attract is a lesson for you. You know, they may be mirroring you uh, say, if you're an angry self, you haven't worked on your anger, uh, then you will attract that angry uh, partner so then you can learn from from this, from yourself, actually, because they are mirroring you. Yes, yeah, exactly. so work on yourself, heal yourself, um, engage with a relationship coach or a counselor, whoever that you um, choose, you know, uh, to do that um, inner work first and then go out there. Because that 10%, that other person, is not going to complete you, complete you. You're already lovable. You're already complete yourself. They're just going to add, you know, uh, more wonderful ingredients to your life. You know, but your dish is already yummy. Your dish is already yummy. It's just another sprinkle of, I don't know, rice sprinkle or... <laughs> <laughs> or some flakes of lavender to make it prettier or something like that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I love food. I love food. I love food language. <laughs> That's great. I, I, I resonate with what you're saying because I, I went on that personal development journey post-relationship breakdown. Uh, <laughs> so the relationship broke down and then I thought, no, you know, I've got to, t you know, I've got to learn something from this. And so then I went through all this self-discovery and did all the self-help books and Anthony Robbins courses. And, and that really, it, it did help me greatly um, for the relationship I'm in today. You know, not only finding my dream love, but also being able to do much better as a, you know, as a partner, you know, be a much better partner, much better husband. And now, you know, improving father constantly improving father but that 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 was the key for me was absolutely I, di I didn't work on myself prior 
um, to the first relationship and uh, yeah. I did all my learning post. Um, so I think that's a really oh, good tip. But you're learning. That's it. Yeah. You know, first time around, we're inexperienced. You know, it's like, eh. 60% marriage, fail down for Samurai. I understand. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, just uh, in, in terms of, you know, couples that, you know, resonated with your message today and, you know, your way of thinking about how to reignite that spark or, um, you know, how to, you know, basically stay together and, and, and have a more fruitful, more romantic, more blissful relationship, how can couples or singles out there getting in touch with you in terms of some further help and support you mentioned you know a course that you've you've got uploaded on your website um how else can people best contact yeah, you definitely um you can go to my website www.kayangan.com.au that's k-a-h-y-a-n g-a-n <laughs> i gotta spell it because my my business name it is quite unique um you can request a free chat with me so we can find out whether we're good to uh, work together or not because um, I don't suit everyone. I know I'm quite direct, uh, but I'm fun. You know, well, if you want a coach that is quite fun and not always in the drudgery of things, uh, hey, I'm here. Uh, and also you can like my Facebook coach. So um, facebook.com forward slash Kayangan Relationship Coaching. So you can follow me uh, there as well. Fantastic. And I'll uh, put the lit links down in the uh, show notes um, uh, when I upload this. So, you know, people can have those direct links to your Facebook and website. Um, Ingrid, just if you do, ha do you have any words of wisdom that we haven't covered off that you'd like to share with the listeners and viewers today? Um, no, um, I will say uh, last words. Don't suffer alone, uh, really. Forget about the guilt and the shame. Just ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help and be the best, happiest version of yourself. Fantastic, Ingrid. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for sharing your wisdom and experience with the listeners, viewers today. Uh, for listeners, viewers, if you like this episode, please uh, like and share us with your friends that also may benefit. Uh, the more we can get this message out to support others, uh, please, you know, sh share it amongst um, your friends that could benefit and stay tuned for more insightful episodes of Me and My Health Up. Bye for now. Thank you. Podcast disclaimer. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions or statements within it do not constitute medical, healthcare or professional advice and are provided for general information purposes only. All care is taken in the preparation of the information in this podcast. Connected Wellness Proprietary Limited, operating under the brand Me and My Health Up, does not make any representations or give any warranties about its accuracy, reliability, completeness, or suitability for any particular purpose. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it are not to be used as a substitute for professional, medical, psychological, psychiatric, or any other mental health care or health care in general. Me and My Health Up recommends you seek the advice of a doctor or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Inform your doctor of any changes that you made to your lifestyle and discuss these with your doctor. Do not disregard medical advice or delay visiting a medical professional because of something you hear in this podcast. This podcast has been carefully prepared on the basis of current information. Changes in circumstances after publication may affect the accuracy of this information. To the maximum extent permitted by the law, Me and My Health Up disclaims 
any such representations or warranties to the completeness, accuracy, merchantability, or fitness for purpose of this podcast and will not be liable for any expenses, losses, damages, incurred indirect or consequential damages or costs that may be incurred as a result of the information being inaccurate or incomplete in any way and for any reason. No part of this podcast can be reproduced, redistributed, published, copied, or duplicated in a form without prior permission of me and my health up.